oh, I'm going to go run around with a bunch of teenage boys. Two days later, you're dead. <laughs> Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 305 with your hosts, Randy and Jason. Randy, how you doing tonight? Great. Doing great. Best day of your life. <laughs> yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Greatest, day, greatest day of my life. I thought it was best. I'm looking day. at this. I, I just popped up because I had the interwebs open, and of course, there's an article about some amazing dad. You know, <clears throat> this guy. Have you seen this one? It's this guy in Latvia. Latvian dad. No. Built a bobsled track in his backyard. Oh, jeez. It's 558 <laughs> feet long. I don't have a 558 foot backyard, so I think I'm. And, no, it's like it's. <laughs> It loops, oh, so it takes what? a corner and stuff. All so right, it goes look. around corners, and it's like all ice, and it, it's ridiculous. It looks like a bobsled track, and he has an actual bobsled. It's very strange. It's how, not what I would have pictured with. Them. All right, now the question is, how long till it gets canceled? For for focusing sure. on bobsleds, I don't know. For something, probably putting his kid in danger. They have helmets on. Oh, nope, geez. I don't see helmets, so he's going to be in. Oh, camp. you saw it already. Yeah, nice. Well, I just searched for it. He has no helmet on. He's getting. Ca- he's in a real oh. bobsled. It's a real bobsled track. He's, he's in like a real bobsled. Yeah. And he's not running out. Now I'm a little concerned. Now I want to cancel him. <laughs> and there's a no tree helmet. right in the way. Oh my goodness! You get to the part with the scene. There's like a tree. They almost. I'm looking at the stills. Um. Yeah, turn the sound off. It took six years. Six years. Oh my to gosh. Complete. Not just like a weekend. Six. No, no, it's just six years. Let's and it's a real bobsled, and it's and he just pushes. Whoa! All right. Oh my god! This is a much bigger backyard than I have. People are fanatics about some things because it takes up the entire yard. I just don't understand how, like the the time thing for me is like, who? There he mm. goes. He just jams himself in there and goes around. The, oh, it goes around in a big loop. All right. So it's a little bit of a sled, and then all right, each ride. I'm lasts struggling about a minute. with, with um, you know, not having a particular obsession. I suppose, or maybe I, I say this a lot. Do I have an obsession that you're aware of with the that maybe I'm? I mean, overlooking? you spend a lot of time in the bicycles, right? <clears throat> I used to. I mean, are you constantly wrenching on those things, cleaning them, no. taking the no, no. bottom brackets apart, blah blah blah? No, Mm-mm. not constantly. Over the summer. More frequently in the winter, for sure. But in the winter, I kind of just spray them with lube. It took him six it. years to build this thing, by the way. Bob's <laughs> 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 So that's something to do in the winter. It takes them a minute. That's the problem with this stuff. So I made like I made the go-kart for the kids, right? And they used it yep. a ton the first weekend. And then it's like, uh-huh. right? And now I just trip over the stupid thing in the garage. Well, yeah. So you imagine this guy, right? When the kids are like, what are we going to do this weekend? He's like, we're going to use the bobsled track, of course. <laughs> Oh, there goes his because, wife. Like, I've worked going. on this thing for six years. Yeah. And he, he says, I only spent 50 euros on screws. That's it. The rest he did with his own skills and ingenuity. But where did he come up with all the wood? And lumber ain't cheap. <laughs> no, that's... Did you see the way it's stacked? It's like he found that wood uh, uh, next to dumpsters. And quote, stuff. unquote, found? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if, we, if I had spent six years building and this... Well, this is kind of happening. My wife does these projects with the... <laughs> so maybe this is hitting a little close to home. We have a swing set. We call it a swing set here in the U.S. Or a jungle gym. Like, what do you call it? Neckbreaker? So I've seen <laughs> yours. And yours is this amalgamation <laughs> of yeah. Yeah. 
It appears to be a multiple sets that have been inherited and bolted together, twist tied together. Like, you know, not to to poo poo your engineering or anything, but it's clear that you didn't spend six years putting it together. Yes, this is true. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it was quite dangerous, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which that- is good. I think it's uh, very useful. I'm not saying it. Just, <laughs> I, I think it uh, it was perfect the way it was. Although I might try to sand away some of the splintery materials would be my only preference. Okay. Ours, we had this, we picked up this fancy swing set from some person in your town who was getting rid of it and charged me money to haul it away, which is great. In hindsight, it was ridiculous. I paid them $400 for the privilege of going to their house, taking it apart and hauling it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. They couldn't be just like, take this away for free. They're like, I'll sell it to you for 400 bucks if you come here and take it away. Just like we were talking about. Yeah, that's crazy that they sold it to you. Like, yeah. But it was like, it was like one of those $6,000 ones. So it kind of makes sense. But yeah. So that, I mean, that, 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 the one, the reason mine looks the way it does is when I got it, it was that shape. Um, yeah. there was a couple of beams that I've replaced and I never really painted it. I've every year I'm like, I'm, this is the year I'm going to strip and paint the thing and make it look nice. And then every year it never happens. <laughs> but when I thought I was like, yeah, I'll take that thing. That thing's huge. It's awesome. Right. But then once you take these things apart and move them, there's just so mm-hmm. much rot in there that yeah, it just started, so, started crumbling yeah. apart. And I was like, I got to replace all this stuff. And then I spent so a couple hundred dollars on that. lumber. At least I didn't pay for the swing yeah. set. Sucker. Yeah, you know, this thing is like all redwood. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah. So it's it's really, and then, and then of course we kind of sanded it down and my wife refinished it before we put it back together. Whatever. That's not the point of my story. Point of my story is my wife, the carpenter has been working on expanding this jungle gym slash swing set and, and building, she's already added some additions to it, but she's been working on building this like clubhouse into it. And it's a two story, like full-on real windows like with casements and everything glass in them like really you're gonna put glass in the playhouse like next to the swings and and so she's like you're right i'll put shutters over them so she may add shutters to them and like that's not what i meant but okay Uh, you're right (laughs) to protect the glass because we wouldn't want the kids to break so anyway this thing's going on and on and she's spending quite a bit of time and energy on it and i I feel like what's going to happen is the kids are never going to use it. And every every time they the same type of thing. They're going to be like, what should we do? I want to go play. She's like, we're going to go, go play in your clubhouse that I built you. <laughs> you know, like the bitterness may seep through. And and, uh, mm-hmm. and I can, I'm can i projecting from this man here, you know, what are his – the kids are going to get sick of bobsledding. And uh, they've used it a bunch. I mean, it's not completely finished, the clubhouse. But they, they when their friends come over for COVID times – and it it cracks me up because it's like outdoor dining, you know. We're like, oh, you guys can play outside. So they just go outside and then they go in this clubhouse, which is essentially inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's acceptable because the clubhouse is outside. Yeah, it's but like, it's there. Uh, it's there. Right. It's, it's not in your inside. It's there. Uh, there inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so absurd. Uh, soon, though, maybe maybe soon we'll have. More of us will be vaccinated, and then uh, I don't know, not in Massachusetts, maybe in West Virginia, but not. In- uh, yeah, Massachusetts is dragging a little bit. I, they're really trying to get. I think it feels like they're trying to get all of the seventy-five-year-old pregnant smokers done before they move yeah. on. Just like every last one of them is just. My parents <laughs> got vaccinated, so there, there you go. go. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of problems in Massachusetts. Like they're trying to do it. Have you read anything about it? Well, just that part. So they, yeah, they like if you're like turning away people that were 74, but yeah. they can't get people. They can't give it to people that are 75. They're trying to do it super equitable, like make sure that different minority right. groups are getting it. But the average, the life. Unfortunately, this is not. This is um, tragic. But the lifespan of the average African American in Roxbury is 69 years old. So there's not a no, lot. Yeah. So like you can't. Do it equitably because there's not the same. <laughs> there number are of no people. 75 year olds, yeah. right? So, and then well, that's that's interesting because if you don't pipeline it, right? If you don't, um, this is a queuing problem, and you know, we can deal with it in computer sciencey terms. Hmm. Uh, if you don't keep that queue full, then you may end up without with just idle time, right? You're going to end up with a lot of vaccines that go unused because you're going to wait if you wait until you finish every single one of these 75 year olds say yeah we haven't gotten to every last one so therefore we're not going to move on to the next phase if you try to phase it like this yeah that's no good right uh it's not going to work because you're going to be like we got to hunt down this one person that's left before we can start the next phase and you got sixty thousand nurses looking for one person to stick a needle in it's like no 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 no, no. start filling the queue <laughs> yeah so this, and, they, and I guess it's like boarding an airplane, right? You want it's almost like it feels ridiculous, but you can't. Maybe they do it on purpose. We're like, okay, group A, everyone stands up. Yeah. The group B, go ahead. And it's yeah. like they're already they're already standing there. They're already in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I guess where they set these things up, there's not a lot of elderly people either, and so they're having problems having these elderly people getting in the car and driving for a half hour and a half. There's not a lot of like 80 year old people that want to yep. drive that far. So yes. Yes. So our, our town. Yeah. As a service, which, you know, I'm rolling my eyes and I don't even ask me why. Cause I don't know why, you know, just tell me I'm being mean to the police. If you want, that's fine. But <laughs> oh, big yeah, picture of a police car. Cause the this, only way yeah. you, you can ever picture the police is their police car, which also triggers me. Of course, <laughs> every picture they ever put up of, Oh yeah, we're going to, the, pol- the Maynard police are offering rides to eligible 75-year-olds to vaccination sites because they can't get themselves there, yeah. right? Because they're 75 and whatever. They can't drive anymore or something. Snows every other day, six inches. Yeah. Yeah. And the only picture they can imagine to put up, I guess it's because they're offering rides in the police cruiser. Do they get to sit in the front seat, do you think? Nope. That hard plastic thing in the back. It takes up a lot of space. <laughs> I, Yeah. I, like there's no there's no knee room. It's just a, a side little gripe too. The Boxborough police recently put a thing on their Facebook page like, check out our new vehicle. All right. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, ugh. and then all the comments are like, yeah, I love that cop car. Love those Dodge. It's like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> like, let's all idolize the cop car. Mm, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm like, ugh gross but uh yeah you know, that thing cost how much eighty hundred thousand dollars or whatever and people just yeah, right whatever anyways all right quit banging your pens around over there what are you doing grinding my spinner grinding my gears on that thing um yeah 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 so so let's get these people vaccinated i did read today that they're going to va- open up the vaccine eligibility to people that bring somebody that's 75 years or older so yeah. uh yes yeah, so we were making jokes about that yeah so every, everyone, maybe that's why the, the cops are doing it. Or <clears throat> I think they already had their vaccinations. But yeah, so we can do it. We can all sign up. We can start a little pool and be like, "Yep, I'm a caregiver. Yeah. I, lift, I give this guy a lift. Give me my shot." Yeah, it says younger companion. So if like me and three friends drag a like a an old down there, a blue hair, do we get the three of us get it, or is it just one <laughs> for one? 
<laughs> yeah, it's an extra. <laughs> needs extra special yeah, care. Carry, carry Why them. not? I mean, so what? Like, I, hey, listen, I'm with you on that. I like, don't feel that's... like you're really cutting in line because yeah. this isn't. I guess there's an at risk thing going on. Like there is a there is a you're at uh, there is that, but. The 75-year-olds aren't, like, working, or maybe they... Okay, I'm generalizing, but they're just sitting at home and they're bored. I get it. But the people that are exposing themselves (laughs) to the virus (laughs) are are more at risk. Like, so what? Just vaccinate them. It's just bizarre. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I do, we well, shouldn't I do, be so yeah. rigid about, like, you Take, know what? You're near somebody that is around. Just give, just shoot them in the arm. Yeah. It's fine. Take the stupid vaccines. Drive them to the convalescent home. Get everybody that will, that will take it. Go to the next convalescent home. This Today, is actually boom, a boom, boom. very good I question. I don't understand. Is this, yeah. Is this the refrigeration problem, I think, maybe? I think it has to, everything to do with the refrigeration. Then, I'm, then, then fine. You do you every day. You have a a truck go to a different one every day. They're not going anywhere. It's not like oh, we're gonna miss, you know, Beatrice because she's gonna be over playing bingo at the bingo hall today. That, that's not happening. So just get everybody. Like I don't understand. I'm, well, how, why are you gonna make all the I... olds go to the the place and bring it to yeah. the people that? Well, that was the big news that I saw. <sighs> right? Is the uh, oh the the. Sports ball stadiums are going to become vaccination sites. I'm like, whatever for? <laughs> why do we want these giant stadiums? Like, why do they have to be these giant locations? Why can't they be like a blood drive van? Uh, yeah, re- I don't understand that. Yeah. It's a reverse blood drive. You yeah. just go around and like, why can't every hospital or every medical clinic or every... Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. And where's the sports ball stadiums? In the giant major cities, that's you know two and a half hours from. They're from, difficult uh, to get yeah. to. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's just so far away. And and of course, uh, you know, yeah. so it, it must whatever the two. It bo- must the, be yeah. the refrigeration issues because if it wasn't the refrigeration issues, honestly, I would just be like hand out a package <laughs> of needles to every healthcare worker, every nerd, everyone. Just when they leave the office at the end of the day, be like, here's five shots. Go find five people to give them to. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like they could have, they could be doing better. I, and then you know, they haven't started the teachers yet, and you're like, "Come on, what's going on here? Get, get kids back in school." And then, you know, my wife is a teacher now, falls under the umbrella, obviously, mm, right? Frontline worker. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, she's in school four days a week. So I did uh, some donuts for her today in the snow. Uh, what? It's a joke. We do all kind. You have you noticed how people just do stuff and they just say oh. they're doing it for the frontline workers? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> so, anyways, like they said, they found out. Well, Acton's going to get a hundred doses. You're like, there's twenty two thousand people in this town. Hundred <laughs> doses. Why? Why even bother? Like, <laughs> I, I just, why even bother? I, yeah, I, I don't. Even? I'm not, I mean, wh- how are you going to figure that hundred people out of two hundred twenty two hundred twenty thousand? I mean, right. take half of them are kids. So you have ten thousand people. How are you going to pick hundred of them? Like, get out of here! But this is such That's a waste. It? It's a waste of time That's for right now. I mean, I don't know if it's a hundred a week or a hundred a quarter. I, I don't know what's the what's the rate. Yeah, but I hope it's a day. Should be or a day. Yeah, I mean. Still, that's a lot of days, man. <laughs> like, I, I talked to um, I talked to some folks in Australia about this, and they're going to start manufacturing. Like they got licensed or whatever permission to manufacture the vaccine there. Yeah, I don't understand why that's not happening already. Like everywhere, like why don't we have facilities building the vaccine everywhere as many as you can? I I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I, we we have no knowledge of this and no expertise, so. 
Maybe I'll go read something. I know what they're doing wrong. <laughs> they're doing wrong. I, I do not understand. The, driving all the old people to Fenway Park doesn't make sense. They can bring it to the, the <laughs> they can bring it to the prisons because they're doing the prisons and they're not having they're not trucking all the prisoners to at least I don't think they are. Maybe they are. Maybe they're bought, shuttling all the prisoners which to Fenway Park, which that seems fraught with problems also, but Yeah. I don't know. Or it has to be the refrigeration because or otherwise what the would they do is the police would just drive a nurse around to all the olds and they just, you know because yeah. for some reason nurses can't drive themselves they handcuff them throw them in the back arrive at the olds <laughs> i guess there's a problem with acceptance too i guess there is a fair number of old people and a fair number of number of medical people that aren't taking the vaccine they're opting out or whatever yeah so. sure good for them I, yeah, I mean, well, they everything you read, they say they underestimated how many people would opt out of the vaccine. So that's why that's why they're not getting more people vaccine because people don't want it. It's like, well, open up the 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 parameters here. Get sixty plus, fifty plus. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you need that too because you need more people to to take it in order to convince the other people. Yeah. Getting the the luddites, my favorite word. Mm. I mean, the olds are stubborn. They don't like changing anything ever, doing new stuff, right? So making them be – come on, this is a cross in the chasm reference here. What's the what's the arc? Make, what's the first stage? Do you remember? You don't read books. The, uh, How do you mean I don't read books? I read novels. <laughs> novellas, yeah. <laughs> come on. You know, it's the, the whole startup the thing. Chasm. Yeah, where you've got the early adopters. That's what it is. They're the early adopters. They're never the early adopters. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, there's it a book. Crossing the, crossing there's a book chasm. by Jeffrey Moore. It's a book, yep. not a novel. So, real uh, quick, uh, we got a little feedback that we had maybe uh, mishandled. I'll say Peter's email to us last week or a couple weeks ago about the novel and the 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 books and that stuff. I just want to reach out and say, Peter, we didn't mean to. I appreciated the email and uh, I learned something. That there's a lot of different. There's more differences than between novels and books than. And now I call everything a text novel or I use it wrongly on purpose (laughs) as a fun way of confusing people. People don't. um, So thank you for writing. And I hope you didn't take it personally that we were mocking you because I did appreciate the mail. But go on. I I find intentionally confusing subjects like this actually does that. You know, people really don't catch on very quickly that you're just making stuff up. It literally just confuses people as you would expect. And they don't always enjoy it. Oh, when they say text novel, like stuff yeah. like that, yeah, mm-hmm. or novella. <laughs> but by the way, I just searched a book on Google. I searched mm-hmm. it up on Google, and it's like it talks about the book. And then there's a right right side panel that's got a Wikipedia link. It says get the book from Audible nine nine ninety nine forty nine at ebook. You can get it from Google Play Books and get this borrow Minuteman Library Network, Boston University Libraries. It gives me three different library networks. Like I'm. Google has got its act together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, and they're really, they're really churning out the ad products for sure. Jeez, but they give they show me where I can get the book from the library. That's amazing. Good for them. Um, crossing the chasm: idea, customer, build, brand, innovators, early adopters. Then it early goes adopters. to the early majority, the late majority, and then the laggards. Yeah. So the the real problem is here. We're trying. We're expecting the 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 older 75 people to be the early adopters and that is not going to happen. (laughs) I've survived this long. They probably don't even know it's been (laughs) happening. Like nothing's changed in their life. They're still sitting in the same room, (laughs) man. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I know. 
Uh, okay, moving on. So I'm kind of in, not denial, but I'm looking forward into the future here and imagining that the vaccine rates are going to go smooth or just that the kids are, are uh, invincible. Because I've been looking at summer camps. Okay. For the, for the children. I think I've been talking to you about it a little bit. Yeah. And every year we look at camps and every do, year we do different things with camps. And we've picked different camps in the past. We've done local camps. We've done day camps. But we've never done overnight camp. And every year I talk about doing overnight camps. And like my daughter wanted to go one year. And she said, I really want to go to overnight mountain biking camp. She got hooked on that. And then it's like when it came time to sign her up, she's like, no, I don't want to go. Mm. And there's sort of two things there. One is you never listen to what your kids want. Don't ask them, right? Just do it. Sign them up and then drop them off and let them tell you about it when they're done because they always love it. I forgot what the second thing was. So I'm looking at these camps. I found and I found a lot of overnight camps and there's so many to choose from, right? But it's very clear. What One thing that I found really interesting is that many of these places are clearly like a a basically a boarding school for for two working parents like they expect you to drop the kid off the day after school ends in the spring and pick them up the day before school starts in the fall wait not only do they like what kind of camp is this just these summer camps like there's one in uh, new hampshire on like lake winnipesaukee and it's this really fancy you know they got pictures of oh there's 30 30 white kids playing the cross and stuff like jeez i'm not even joking like that's what the thing looks like and (laughs) you know and it's and it's it's a lot of money but it's for the whole summer i guess it's not too much uh but they want you to commit to these full sessions and not only that but they want you to they want you to start sending your kid there, like when they turn seven. And I'm like, wait, did we miss this whole? Did we miss all of this? Were we supposed to be? And then you, you you're supposed to get committed into into a single camp, right? Once you start going to a camp, then you're a part of that camp because mm. that kind of feeds itself, right? Then you come back, and then you're familiar, and then you become a counselor in training, and then you become an actual counselor, and, and then you, then you're off to college or whatever. Yeah. And it's fascinating. I mean, I just look at some of the videos here, though. Like it is it is your when you picture camp and you watch a movie and kids are at camp and the movies like this is what it is. And and there it's amazing. The cabins with the bunk beds and the late night games and all this goofy stuff that they're faking just for the video. But the, the lake, they always have a lake. It has to be on a lake. So did you not do overnight camp as a kid? Oh, geez, I did. Okay, I very much did. So then I don't understand what the. Um, I mean, this I mean, seems like you're having this epiphany that such a thing exists, or is it just that it's a, all summer long? Well, one that it's kind of all summer no- along. Two, yeah. I don't remember how long I was ever at summer camp for when I yeah, was a kid. Okay. I did Boy Scout camp because I was in Boy Scouts. Yeah, and I remember they we actually brought a Footlocker, which was the stupidest thing in the world. Like it was a Footlocker because we slept in tents. Like we slept in these platform tents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my son goes, so I am aware. Yeah, and we bring a foot yeah, locker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on it's wheels. An actual, and it's, what is it? So just like the bears can't get at it. It's I don't even remember. Like, why are we bringing a chest? With it's just ridiculous. Because you have everything. You have all kinds of stuff in there, right? Yeah, and it's supposed I, to be like hard plastic, so that it 
it's out in the elements, basically, right? It's gonna yeah, rain no, it was that a week at one point. And- big. I mean, if you imagine a pirate treasure chest, it's like that, except <laughs> yeah. the top is flat. I have one. I, I know. I mean, <laughs> we send him with it. We we have we have one with wheels now. They come with wheels, but they recommend this one that you get. And so, how long has he been going for? Um. Well, last year they didn't go, but it would have been three years for overnight camp now, including last year. So he went two years. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. you're already on the ball. So he's been going since he was what? But, but it's only one week. Um, yeah, it's, it's only one week. It's right. only one week. Now he could go another week, and then there's opportunities to become a counselor and stuff. But um, he, you know, like I said, last year was kind of a lost year. That kind of was, yeah. He, my girls haven't gone yet. They, I don't know. They just haven't had an opportunity, or and I did as a kid, and I remember it fondly, and with the cabins and all the. You know, shenanigans and the, what yeah, do you call it, the, um, uh, you know, capture the flag at night and all that stuff, you know, those games and, you know, chapel and all that. Yeah. Chapel. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it was this fun. Is, I mean, we are not in scouts. We are not doing the scouting. Yep. And we could be. Yeah. I, I always, I always think about it. Like, ooh, dingy noise. And yeah. I, you know, it's like, should we get started with that? And, but looking at these camps, I feel like we can get the best. Yeah. Of both worlds, like not have the scouting aspects with all the extra shenanigans, yeah. but still have the lake inflatable everything. I mean, the stuff they have on the lakes now oh, are amazing. amazing. Yeah, the boating, the sailing, the archery, yeah. the sports, the games, the whatever, the dining hall. I mean, that's yeah. probably my favorite part. Mess that's hall. what I remember most is the dining hall because I'm just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a teenage boy. That's all you do is eat. <laughs> just eat. <laughs> Um and the and the group showers which is, no I don't actually. remember the showers <laughs> definitely don't remember the group well I mean just the awkward experience of being oh uh, like, yeah am I going to shower and who's who's going to be there and, and, yeah in fact you know the first year we went there Jason didn't shower the whole week I think he might have showered one day in the middle and it was they they stunk like everybody so you, <laughs> right the, the scout camp has a come see how your kids doing on Wednesday midweek and. We went and it was pouring rain the first year, it was just absolute downpour. And they have a couple of ceremonies that they do for the parents and stuff. And the, the second year was out in a field. The first year was like in this facility. And then they do some skits and stuff too. So, so it's kind of an entertainment too they provide. And, uh, just sheets of rain pouring down. So they put us in this building and then they said, okay, now you, this is where we had, we had dinner. We had it to, mess hall and then we go and we had to go to this other building while they turned the mess hall over so they could do the ceremonies in there and it was just like every time you're in underneath the covered thing it just reeked of all this teenage boys that aren't showering and stuff and it was just like whoa but like dude why don't you take a shower i don't want to you gonna go swimming at least uh maybe like they won't even swim and it's like they won't swim the second time the second year he went swimming two questions uh, yeah where's your microphone and what is in your hand nothing's in my hand do well, you keep moving around on your desk? Oh, uh, maybe I keep putting my elbow down on the desk and it's like clicking. It's banging this it's noise. Making a lot of noise. Sorry. Like, where's Where's your microphone? It's over here to the right, left. You All can right. hear me, I hope. I can't. Okay. I don't see that. That's right. going to be a problem. If it can't hear me, it's going to be a long episode to edit. Uh, anywho, I will put that microphone better. Oh, face. squeaky desk. I think that's what it was. Yeah. All right. All fixed. Yeah. yeah. So stinky boys. Yeah. That's gross, yeah. But it's Boy Scout camp, no girls there. How do you feel about that? Like, should they go to a co-ed camp? Uh, so I did, um, but it was we were separated, uh, you know, 
we we were well supervised. It wasn't that kind of shenanigans. There weren't like panty raids or anything. It wasn't meatballs, um, <laughs> which I've never actually seen. But uh, and I don't think or it, porkies I, or any of those. I don't want to sound. I mean, I don't think it should be. I, honest, and I started oh, really? thinking about it in terms of my uh, huh. my my daughter's perspective, and not in a like I don't want her to be corrupted by the boys sort of thing, but a I don't want the boys to be so super annoying all summer like the girls just do so much better without the boys around uh, i see i see i see yeah like they thrive you know they can really they don't get overshadowed and uh and yeah all that stuff we've talked about i know yeah i, I mm, there are environments of course they will need to learn to survive yeah. in the mixed environment but i feel like it's it would be such a gift to have a couple of weeks with your girlfriends and yeah, no, totally agree. With you. I mean, I understand. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's why I I'm I, I'm still really against the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts being the Boy Scouts or the Scouts of America being Boy Scout boys and girls. Oh yeah, because yeah. it it does it doesn't I don't whatever it doesn't matter. Ship sailed, cats out of the box. Everyone frame it, um, and there's doesn't really inter- interact. But yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. I do start to bristle a little bit at some of this stuff because there's so much of it now, and I get we have to the the boys have had every advantage but like all the like women's running club and women's this or girls yeah, run, uh, all the stuff for the girls now at school and it's like uh, my, yeah. you know it it's either you have to be the elite athlete or the girl and if you're this like middle of the and which is exactly what my son is he's not a athlete but he likes to do things and it can't be like hey go join the club and you can't because at least in my town it's so elite now and if you haven't been doing it for the last five six years already right. you're already behind them and whereas the girls have their so whatever he's finding his niche that's, and stuff so no that's a very good point and i'm i'm thankful for some of those clubs like i was thinking about that the other day too so we have a we run, or, or I should say, we, we made an indoor soccer team just to play in the indoor league, and it's very just kind of pickup, you know. Yeah. So the the boys play. It's not a we play a lot of teams that are pretty good, and uh, they crush us. Uh, but there are some other teams that we can beat, which is interesting. Um, but we don't practice; they just play a game once a week, mm. and they get better, which is nice. But it's it's still just it's just sticking to one night a week that's the full commitment you know because when it, when it all comes down to it, it it's really how much time do you have to commit because if you if you want to be on the school team you want to be on the club team you're committing six days a week and you can't do anything else right but if you want to play soccer or if you want to do your thing you want to do the sport or the activity uh it's nice to have those outlets that club that running club, that team that doesn't matter if they win. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not competing with everyone. I see what you're saying. We drifted from the subject a little bit, yeah. So the point of the story was there's the camps are accepting enrollments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to push the dates out to like, you know, mid-August. Yeah. And hope for the best. I mean, they're still saying, I mean, I think if you watch what there's news and stuff, I mean, I listen to mm-hmm. some of these news reports and stuff and they say they still expect we'll have enough, like, quote unquote, herd immunity between the number of people vaccined and the number of people that have had COVID, uh, which is at 30% already, I guess, because of how many people have got COVID, yeah. Uh, yeah. that 
well, we should have herd immunity by the summer and be able to do most things, I guess. I It'd be amazing. I know. I think It'd so, too, weird, based yeah. on based on the speed we've been going is what it looks like. Yeah. So that's great news. So I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out another year. The the All this camp stuff I've been reading, right? They're, they're like, you know, ages 7 to 13 or whatever. I'm like, well, you're going to be 13. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the last yeah. year you can go. But then, you know, they usually go... 13 to 15 is they sort of switch modes. They do like counselor training stuff or they go to a tween camp or something. They join the teenager camp, which is, you know, I don't know. It's it's funny though. It's funny. I look back. So last winter, like February, 2020. So pre COVID, maybe it was January. It was January. Mm -hmm. We went Mm -hmm. way up in Vermont and we went to this, uh, scout weekend where they did a bunch of weekend activities and it was like everything from axe throwing to bow shooting i think i mentioned to talk about it. shot shotgun i say winter activities all it is is weapon throwing weapons weaponry i guess some mm-hmm. sort of arming myself so i threw axes i did they had snowshoeing they had cross-country skiing you know we had scout food um it, it was a weekend what i forget what they call it a little jamboree or something but and it was troops from all over right but and there was maybe a dozen of them uh, and in the middle, midst of it, there was a presentation of one of the kids. The kid shows up and he's dressed all in like animal furs and all kinds of you're like what what's with this guy, <laughs> right? And he goes and he gets up and he does this thing and it's like, is it just like a really eccentric kid or is it like an actor? Or what what's going on here? And he gets up and he's like, I'm Squirrel Nut, and you're like, okay, here we go, one of these guys, you know, and he's super enthusiastic about about it and you know a 15 year old 16 year old kid just like getting up there wearing all the animal furs just going you're like okay back it down a bit anyways what he did was he was pitching this camp and it's like you said really you go for a, a couple weeks and it's all pioneer camp and they called it pioneer camp or something and it was all like no modern conveniences no electricity hmm. no running i don't know if there was running water i don't i don't know how like remote it was, but obviously no tech, no phones, no video games, none of that stuff. Everybody gets a, a squirrel name or some sort of Indian name. There's a lot of Indian, like Native American tie-ins with the scouts, and some of it makes me uncomfortable still. It seems a little like oh anti-made. yes, yeah, I have lots of stories about that. Yeah, and I'm like, why are we doing a Native American dance here? Like, why? How are we? <laughs> but but it, it's all to be respectful and show. Uh, um, I don't know what the right word is, but I think I think people would have problems. Anyways, um, it's to show respect and heritage of of the Native Americans in the land sure. and all this stuff. Anyway, so I, I don't think that it's 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 demeaning, but uh, and I was like, I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, you know? What do you think? And he's like, What are you nuts? Like, no way. He, I'm like, You have any interest in that? No. Like, I didn't even have the sentence out. He knew it was coming from me too. I'm like, That'd be great. Imagine like just take two weeks off and go live off the land and learn how to like make crops and make your own food and all this stuff and just like no electricity, no running water, and just like live in the woods. I'm like, That'd be great. That'd be a super fun challenge. Yeah, I, there are certain conveniences I would not want to deprive them of. So the running, and in fact, the camp listed those as benefits, I believe. They were like, <laughs> it has hot water. You know, like screens on the windows yeah. kind of thing. Like, oh, okay, wow, all right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> book a tour. Oh, we should book a tour. But we can't really see it in the summer. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't want to do that. I don't mind the no. I mean, really what I want is a week of just like, and the way this thing laid it out was amazing. They, they show up Sunday and they, they select what they're going to do during the week. So they basically select what they're going to do each morning of the week. 
Uh-huh. They pick an activity and then they have like another set of activities that's sort of set up for them in the afternoon. And then they have some free periods. They've got their meal times and they've got some other free periods. And then they have their evening gathering where they do stuff together in their cab. I mean, it's it's like amazing because you it's kind of like being on a college campus where you don't there's no pressure. You go, okay, in the morning, I want to go do some archery. Ah, I sucked at that. Let's move on. I'm going to <laughs> breakfast, you know, and then I'm going to yeah. eat and pretend to shower. And then I'm going to go like <laughs> swim in the lake for a while and sail a boat right into that rock over there and get hauled back to shore. Oops, I flipped it. Every time you go out, you flip the boat. Uh, do we? The boat. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I told my kids the story of I was probably at the same scouting camp you're something going to. And was it in New Hampshire? And on Manadnock Camp with Oxen, right? Yeah, that's it. And, and, yeah, um, same one. Wow. How about that? Same one. Yeah. I mean, that's the big one that's around here. I've been, I've been to a lot of the scout camps in the area. In the summer, swimming in the lake, we, I swam a ton in the lake. We were always taking the canoes out. And the funny thing is, I don't even remember who we is. Like, I don't remember <laughs> any of the people that it's I was It's a little sad, with. isn't it? But yeah. It's a little sad. Like, I remember hanging out with these kids, doing all kinds of goofy stuff together. Yeah. We would swamp the canoes on purpose and then paddle them around in the lake like yeah, yeah, yeah. water. See, whoops, I flipped the thing by accident. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah, <laughs> just sink them all the time. <laughs> yeah. But they had they had uh, some buoyancy devices in them so they couldn't just sink, but they would sit below the water. Anyway, um, some swimming and and um, all of a sudden I couldn't like swim anymore. Uh, I was near the dock and I think we were kind of doing a lesson. Oh, no. And I put my, I put my hand up on the dock and the... And like, I couldn't move. And the guy, I remember, I, th- I can't even remember if it was a man or a woman, but th- there was a person up on the dock looking down at me and they like asked me something and I think I tried to respond and I couldn't. And they immediately just like pulled me out of the water. Whoa. And so, you know, I was a light kid, I guess. I don't know. They pulled me out of the water. <clears throat> so I had hypothermia. What? In in the summer. No way. Because <laughs> I had been swimming like the whole day. Huh. In, you know, it's whatever. It's it's warm air. It's a, it's a New England summer. It never gets that hot, right? Probably hadn't eaten a lot or drank a lot because I'm a dumb kid, you know? And we were just swimming and swimming and swimming. And I got, and my body temperature dropped. And I got, and they, they dragged me out of the water. They put me in, uh, they put me in a hot shower. So I took a hot shower. And then they put me in a, a bed like in this cabin I don't, I don't even know where i was like this place is fancy like whose bed is this they had an electric blanket and everything and they were bringing me hot chocolates and it was like i think it was like 90 degrees outside <laughs> you know, it was like it was like hot outside and i told my kids the story about my memories of summer camp and they're like uh <laughs> why do you want us to go i'm like all right that's not the right story <laughs> Maybe I should find some of the more entertaining. How about you is, won't have to listen to me yell at you to clean up your room all week? Right. I yeah. mean, this is that's the thing. It's like, look, I don't even need to justify it to you. I am just going to drop you off. You can yell at me all you want, but when you're done, it's going to be amazing. It's yeah. Like, you know it's going to be amazing. I know it's going to be amazing. So, I don't know. I'm getting excited just kind of looking at these things. Yeah. That's that's great. I mean, th- I'm glad you signed up. I'm, I'm it's it's funny that you're like you're doing that, but you wouldn't like go skiing like that to me. <laughs> but you're like super fun. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but we usually the skiing thing. We usually go to New Hampshire, but yeah. right now we're not even allowed to. I know. Right? Yeah. And that was unpredictable. So that was kind of like I don't know what's going to happen there. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But now, yeah, now I'm like 
I kind of wish we could. I probably could still get. Although we just go, we can buy tickets. That's easy enough. Yeah, I, I've heard so much uh, that people are just going to New Hampshire. They're going skiing. They're coming back. Oh, they're doing I, this I all know. all yes. time. Teachers are all doing time. it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah not heavily enforced. No. So we're getting no. a little bit of. I mean, it, I wouldn't say a late start. We're getting a late start in the overnight camp, but we always had other summer stuff going on. Yeah. Right. And uh, we had a good time last summer, too, just doing lake stuff with the kids. But, you know, there's only so much you can do as a parent. Like, I mean, I, you got to kind of admit that, right? Like, I, we'd take them, we'd bike over to the lake, we'd haul out these inflatables, we'd blow them up, we'd goof around, their friends are there. But that's kind of it. You know, I don't have a campus with a cafeteria, a mess hall, you know, a cabin. <laughs> Uh, an archery range. Like, I don't have these limitless And also, activities. you're there. <laughs> and also, I'm there, right? And that's the worst part. Yeah, right. Like, that, that to me, it's... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, to me, I think that's the best part for the kids is to learn their freedom and learn their how their, their autonomy. And, to, like, oh, if I want to eat, I need to be there at 6.30 p.m. or I'm not eating, right? Like, yeah. I got to get out of bed and I got to... Or everyone's going to... You know, there's a little public shaming going on between your, your bunk mates. Like, come on, everybody else made their bed. Why can't you make their bed? You know, make... Yeah. You know, or everybody doesn't. And it's just Lord of the Flies. And, you know, so well, I, I think I think it's important to learn how to exist. And I'm going to want to hear all about it. I'm going to need, like, pictures and stuff, but they're not going to tell us. It's going to be annoying. I'm surprised you haven't signed up as a volunteer the way you're talking about it. Uh, I did a, <laughs> I did a lot of the scout camps, uh, which I maybe I haven't told you about. Yeah. I did a lot of the, like, hikes around the country and the jamborees. And, oh, did you really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, no. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know you were, like, an avid. You're, I mean, if you're going traveling, that's avid in my book. Uh, Yeah. Well, we, we did one where we went out to Colorado – and it was like a seven-day hike. It was yeah. like 50 miles over seven days, I think, unsupported. Like, we carried everything, but we hiked out and resupplied kind of thing. Yeah. So every every couple of days, we'd detour and get restocked. But um, that was fascinating. One of the, the leaders had like a heart attack two days in and had to be... Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't in great shape. These guys, these guys are weird. Their imaginations and what they can do. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm a little bit afraid of right now. Who? Me. You. All I do at my sit at my desk all of a sudden. Like that's the worst scenario, right? You sit at your desk all like 50 weeks of the year, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go run around with a bunch of teenage boys, and you're like, <laughs> two days later, you're dead. You're like. Uh, uh. Because the heart stopped. Wait, I'm up away from my desk. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. So. Um, I think you'll be okay. You've just been running a little, right? Yeah, I got to start a little more. But yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I ran over the weekend, and I've been like, I did go snow. I I've been getting out there. I I snowboarded this week, and I did been shoveling plenty. Like every, we got three storms in the last ten days. So. In yeah. fact, I think fitness wise. This is what's fascinating to me about it, is that if you do that kind of high intensity, like if you run for an hour every day, every other day kind of thing. Yeah. And then sit the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like that it, it feels like it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to speculate on these things, but it's beneficial. It's beneficial or not beneficial? 
It's very beneficial. Oh, you think it's very beneficial? Yeah, like you think the sitting out weighs all that stuff, and it doesn't. Like it, it's Wait. just the oh, it, if you go for like an hour run, yeah, every day, every other day, it it yes, it's fine. It's good like, for you. You elevate your heart rate. Uh, everything's yeah. cool. Yeah, I gotta I gotta start doing some more cardio, even just walking. I mean, I have been going snowboarding at least once a week, and I've been getting on a little bit, but. I do need to get. I was running regularly, and then it's that I'm not. So, mm-hmm. anywho, well, you, said you, wanna, you said you were injured. I don't want to dwell on this. This gets gets me depressed. Fix your injury. Is it fixed? I think so. I don't know. I I gotta like take it slow and and uh, yeah. What happened? I don't know. I don't want to dwell on it. Right? No. Oh. Yeah. What do you mean? You're not dwelling. Just, we were attacked by a bear. I don't understand. No, I don't know. My this is the thing. I'm old now, and so like I, every time I I get into these routines, I'm like doing all right, and then. I uh, I get a uh, you know some sort of weird injury, and it's like, wait, I should be able to do all this stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I still yeah. train like I'm 35 or whatever, and I'm not 35 anymore. So, mm. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. you know what I'm going to say to that though, right? What? It's the the drinking and the eating. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I guarantee. <laughs> I know, and it's because my 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 commute is about 50 paces. Yeah, nothing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. Well, Did you see this? I'm trying to change the subject. You see this please. stock about this story about Tony Hawk driving around? Which one? Tony, he was driving around and he's like asking people if they do a kick, could do a kickflip, or and then he oh, stops some yes. kids on some yeah, scooter yeah. and if they could do stuff, he just give them some gear. That's amazing. Right. He's a funny dude. He's a funny guy. I like him a lot. He's nuts, but I like him. Yeah. He's, he's uh, older than us. That's good I news. thought he was our age. I thought he was the same age, but now nah, he's like two, three years older. I think. Oh, he's 52 years old. Holy crap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. People, people underestimate his abilities, too. And, like, I always put him up there with, like, best athletes and stuff. And people are like, no, you're crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Some of the spins and stuff that he's doing, 20 feet in the air on a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, these guys are, like, like throwing it, throwing a football and, you know, hitting a baseball. And I get their well, skills Well, that's been there the hot too. debate lately is, uh, is the Tom Brady debate, right? Uh, in what way? Oh, is he the best of ever? Best well, ever? you know, people are like, oh, he's the greatest of all time, greatest athlete of all time. And people are like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an accomplished, yeah. you know, quarterback. But uh, people take issue with the athlete part. I mean, granted, he's an athlete. Right? He's, yeah. He takes good care of himself and he's fanatical about his diet and yeah. his regiment and all that. Yeah. And that's why he just maintains and why he can do it at this age, as you were yeah. saying. Uh, but but a lot of people point things out about they like to point out uh, the Serena Williams because she's the polar opposite, right? Uh, African American woman, and uh, are you looking it up like what she's done? Well, I don't know why you say she's polar opposite. Like she's also a accomplished athlete, right? Oh, she's a very much an accomplished athlete. But, but yes, <laughs> I'm I'm sort of being a little bit little bit tongue in cheek in that one, just because it's like Tom Brady's. Big tall white guy, and she's African American woman. Are you commenting on her weight? In that she's not like because I said fit? big tall. No, you didn't say big at all. But I, you said the polar opposite. Oh no, no, I didn't mean to. I mean, she's a little weight at all. Uh, I think they say I was, thick. I was, now. I was not. <laughs> but she's very I was not I, mean, I wasn't even imagining her weight in any way at all. Oh really? Uh, no. I mean, it wasn't okay. I mean, she, she's not. Thin. She's not fat. Yes, but, but I wasn't thinking about that. I just. Oh, yeah. 
I think people always snap to her. Maybe, yes, because she is an extraordinary athlete. Okay. I'm wondering if there is another one who happens to not be. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's she's won, when you put the stats side by side. She's won 23 Grand Slam titles, the most by any player in the open era. Right. Okay. So she's definitely the second highly accomplished yeah. athlete. And uh-huh. and you can argue that in her sport, like it's her and her alone. Whereas you can argue that Tom Brady is all he's doing is throwing the ball. So he's really good at throwing the ball. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's an individual sport. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got right. you. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> the team is really winning those games, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can argue he led the team, blah blah blah. So there's some aspects of what he does that that help. Yeah. But uh and now I'm getting into sports ball talking. I, I know it's like weird. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, that's why I'm like still. But like, I like the this is, but this is the analysis that I would enjoy that the other people would not. They'd just be screaming in my face like the gold. And like, okay, this is dumb. You guys are dumb. Uh, people love Tom Brady, and I really don't. I mean, he's <laughs> just. I don't know. I, I don't idolize any athletes like, like this because it's. He's I, just another I can dude. admire. I mean, I, I, if I had, I mean, I don't have the natural ability, but this what this guy does. Like he doesn't have to nine to five job right the funny thing is you know his wife makes more than he does you know this right yes yeah with her body like (laughs) her modeling career makes way more it's just hilarious to me i I, um but they just i don't want to disparage i know he works very hard at what he does but i'm not like a tb12 guy i gotta watch his show and watch what he does and relive his life like i don't i don't know I just I don't, I don't like I said I don't want to take anything away. He's like he does what he does, and he does very very well. He's at the top of whatever he does, which is amazing. But I, I just I don't know the, the way people talk about it, and they get all moony uh-huh. and starry eyed about it. You're like, Whoa, well, they get they, it's it's this weird association where it's like he's not you, like he's not your family. You didn't do any of these things. Yeah. Why are you attaching yourself to him? Yeah. Like it, it's fun to in in a way it's kind of like, and this is this is where people get mad at me too, and I don't get it. Like I could watch, I'd be like, all right, if you're gonna make me watch this game, then I'm gonna watch the game, and I'm gonna watch the game, and I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, that was a cool play, that team's doing well, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like I hope they turn this around and whatever. Like an interception will be fun to watch. That makes it exciting. And then how could you? Like, you jinxed it. Like we're gonna lose because of you. I'm like, you really think I had a part in this? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah. I am on the other side of the television yeah. like what thousands of miles away <laughs> out of earshot as it were right. <laughs> like don't be absurd like watch the sport I'm watching the sport I yeah. don't even know which team Tom Brady's even on like I forgot what color their uniforms were <laughs> multiple times oh, throughout man. that game and I watched I watched most of it did you really I, yeah, because I, they were broadcasting it live on the interweb, so it's like, oh, cool, we can just put it on the computer. Uh, that's funny. We we I sat down to watch it, and I, like I with the family, wife made some appetizers and stuff, and we were just like, yeah. I don't know, what are we gonna do tonight? I don't know. Which we did, like get a board, which we, you know, and there's a little mild interest in it from my one daughter. She was like, oh, you know, I'm like, well, let's put the game on at six thirty. Let's the see game. what happens, right? Yeah. And. And then someone's like, oh, this is so boring. I'm like, all right, let's we'll watch one drive, right? And I was like, and we'll see what goes from there. And the the Buccaneers go three and out. And then it's like, okay, I'm like, they nobody's really paying any attention except me. I'm like, okay, they went three and out. All right, we'll, we'll go for another one. And 
they're like, when, when, when are we having a run? When is a, when is one play going to be over? And I'm like, well, it was one drive and that ended. We're on our second drive and it's about to end. And then I'm like, I can't even, I turned, I'm like, let's watch a movie. We watch a movie. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I can't even watch. I don't understand how people sit there and it's like, kickoff. All right. Commercial, commercial, commercial. Okay. Commercial, commercial, play, commercial. Yes. And the play. commercials were triggering me big time. As well. Oh, were they? See, I, with the oh, triggering you, gracious. why? I thought you would well, go into it. Oh, it's the worst because <laughs> there's so much. All of them tried to cater, pander, whatever you want to all the political divisiveness that's going on. So yeah. they're, they're all commentary. I mean, in the biggest joke, all these people are pointing out, right? It's like, did you see the end zone on the field? No, I it didn't. says it literally says like, <laughs> and they all, on all their helmets said on the back of their helmets says end racism on the back of their helmets. Oh, okay, right. The end zone they painted to say end racism right above Chiefs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? God and yes. it's like I'm like okay, well, um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Like, I get people don't agree that you should be able to name the team, whatever. But this is still a discussion point, isn't it? Like, is yeah, yeah, we're discussing that's, that's, that's <laughs> funny. you just going to stick yeah. those things right next to each other? Oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. The Chiefs, I never even considered them as a problematic name. But I what guess... What do you mean, we, Chiefs? Well, I mean, no, we have to, I guess. I just never... I don't know. I don't think about Kansas City very often. <laughs> <It's been> <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. Kansas City. Maybe it does. I don't know. I don't Buccaneers. Know. Now, those are just like, what? What's a Buccaneer? I think it's a pirate, right? A kind of pirate? Like a pirate. I think they're pirates. I mean, their mascot's yeah, like a so. swashbuckling pirate guy. Is that offensive in some way? I'm not it's, being to see. I'm not being. I don't being... know. I know. You're, I don't. I, I don't know. But it's funny that. So what else? Because we don't have a culture of pirates anymore. Right. Right. Think, so if we were, if so, if there were a team like the Pharaohs, <laughs> well, somebody could easily say you're glorifying pirates and pirates with all of that they did, and all the pirates do is create mayhem, and the pirates mm-hmm. that they're modeled after were yeah, awful. Like the they Raiders killed. Yeah. yeah, they killed people and raped the and Vikings. pillaged. That's what they did, right? They were awful people. So why are we model? Why are we emulating? Like why are we idolizing them? I, well, that's a fair question in general. Yeah, you know how I feel about sports teams. Names. Yeah, I know. You want them to be, all be the daisies and the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't. <laughs> the, we should name them after uh, Lucky Charms, right? I, the purple, I, her, purple horseshoes. I did hear a problematic news segment yesterday that some there's some 200 schools in California that are being renamed. Uh, the the schools themselves, oh, really? and one yeah. of them was Abe Lincoln. They didn't think that, that it was appropriate to name a high school after Abe Lincoln. After and I'm Abe just Lincoln. like, how do you? Because they didn't feel that Abe Lincoln did enough. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you look back and say that Abe Lincoln is a problematic so, person in history. Yeah, similar. I mean, similar to this is such a strange. I mean, it, it loops me right into the whole thought process around. Uh, well, I mean, look at this camp. Look at this. Look at this. This Lake Winnipesaukee camp with the white kids playing the cross, right? Yeah. They've got, they have shirts on, and I think I sent you the picture. So the the teenage kids at this camp, they stay on, and if anyone goes to this camp, I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. The the teenagers stay on the island, apparently, that's on the lake. They stay on an island on the lake. Okay. And so in this picture, 
all these kids, are, they're holding up the number one finger. They're all giving that squinty eye look at the camera, like you make a move and I'm going to stab you kind of look. <laughs> and they've all got the number one finger up. And they're wearing shirts that say Island Pride, right? And I, I don't understand. I don't understand any of this, right? So that Well, because pride's a sin, right? Because pride's a <laughs> sin, first and foremost. But in well, a way, I mean, I kind of agree. Yeah, <laughs> I know. As much as we've made a joke about it, right? It's you like, have. <laughs> I, as much as I have made a joke about it, like, pride is kind of a. I, I'm not going to say it's a sin because it's not my belief system, but. But no, you see that it's problematic when you have an over amount of pride and you're what? And you're proud of what? Again, right? Yeah. Like, when there's an excessive amount of pride in. in, uh, in, in oh, what's your point? Is it like a false idol type situation going on? N- no, but, but well, not, not in an idol way. Well, it depends if. It depends on what you have. Your pride is in, right? Like, well, this it, island of—is it a group effort? Of it somebody else that does something great, or is it like because I am what I was born as that I'm pride, right. prideful? Of that that doesn't I'm pride not pr- in your identity, right? I, yeah. My parents paid thirty grand for me to camp on this island, and I'm proud. I'm yeah, island pride. Like yeah. what? And it's like being proud of Tom Brady or proud of the Patriots, or I'm proud to live in New England, and uh, yes. Yeah. And it goes what? back to like nationalism and all that other stuff. Like I'm super, America's the best, right? It's the best for some things, but it's the worst for other things. Like it's, if, if you can't separate, if you just say America and um, because, and that's all and everything that does is right. Everything's, if America needs to, you know, colonize and conquer and be everything else to everybody, then that's not right. Like that, that's the problem. We're getting a little deep here on this one, but yeah. So I understand where the pride thing gets a little, it gets you a little like, eh, I don't, I'm not loving so this. So this connects but. back to the team name somehow. It, it reminded me of it because of like your, your school district renaming their teams. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, did we, is this too far? Come on. But in, in a way, it's kind of like, well, you, the school, the kids are naturally going to have this kind of school pride and they connect it with the team names. I never made an association to colonials as like, but maybe that's the kind of the point is and I'm, that, not, yeah. I'm not looking up, oh, colonials, what did they do? I'm going to act like them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so that's a weird <laughs> connection too. But then at the same time, it's like I, I start getting into, boy, what's the difference between you know, individualism's better, so we should kind of encourage that and and shy a little bit away from this, this like uh, conform and be like everybody else and 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 have pride in your school and and so I don't know where I fall on this because I bounce back and forth between like school uniforms and flowery team names to <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> but I think I think like okay, they can be proud if they set a goal like. Hey, we're going to work together on this summer and have a good time, make a good experience for everybody. It's going to be hard at times. We're going to work through it together as a unit and then we're going to have, we're going to be proud in our accomplishments. Then fine. Yeah. You, you set goals, you achieved them and you worked hard at it. Then be proud and pride in that. It does get, but then you have to make sure that you're not like realizing that you're better than other people is my pride. I'm proud in me because I'm better than you because you didn't go to this camp. That that's where it starts to get problematic. Dude, they're number one. They got the number one fingers up in the air. <laughs> I mean, and there's, I, I think there's a camaraderie and there's a, a quality in, in realizing that, Hey, I met these other 30 kids here and we made something of it. And we have a good memory. It's like that. That's not that you can be pride, proud, proud of your accomplishments that summer. Sure. So that's why it's, you got to, that's why the whole thing with all of this stuff, even the colonials to me is like, 
you can't now colonials two years ago was this like thing we idolized and now it's a pejorative like how did it swing so fast and why can't we have the nuance be like all right we have to celebrate we kind of have to celebrate where we are because if we don't and what they did we don't have to celebrate it maybe but we have to acknowledge what the colonials did because if we didn't we wouldn't be here where we are now we can't now say that everything they did was wrong without like pulling up stake and getting out of here we can't just have all this guilt and walk around with all this like oh we suck as a human people we suck as a race we suck as a country that's not productive anymore to me that's why i think some of this stuff's going too far like abe lincoln like you have i'm sure he was made mistakes we all have makes mistakes but he worked hard to end slavery like and kept the country together so like mm, i don't know to me you can't do better than that you can't look at him and be like well you know his parents owned slaves i don't even know what happened but i don't know see well i also wonder if you could just say hey listen we're gonna keep the name yeah but we're not gonna be you know we're not gonna put all of our pride into the name like it's kind of it's it's not an ironic symbol it's like this is the abe lincoln school but we're gonna be very forthcoming with what we didn't like about abe lincoln you know, it's not like if you go here, you must love and adore and place all your pride behind Abe Lincoln, right? Yeah. It's No, no, that's not what it's about. It's just like, we, it's just a name. Yeah. And here's a plaque on the wall about what he's done that's good and what he's done that we don't think is so good. Right. And I think, well, and they, they, they the thing is that he didn't demonstrate Black Lives Matter enough. That's what that's 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 the <laughs> right. Cause I, that was I, thing I, back I had then, to look yeah. it up right now because I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I had to find out why. So, but in all seriousness, yeah. like I could imagine the colonials, right? And I could get that it's problematic. I understand that we're starting to acknowledge some of the things that we did as a country, or you know, in get in getting this country, we we didn't do it in the I don't know what the right word is here, but you know, we weren't. We, we colonized this country. We took it from other people. It's just, mm-hmm. I'll come out, call out, come out and say it. And I get that now. So I didn't necessarily have such a problem with the naming. Like I, I wasn't born here. My kids don't care. They're not really on the sports teams. Like, but to just the way it was done, I really had a problem with it. when it was done and the way it was done. Like a bunch of kids that have no real idea on how, what yeah, these yeah. things cost just rammed it through. And the school <laughs> committee was like, okay, rubber stamp this thing through and we're done. And here we are. And now the taxpayers are sitting here looking like, we, my kids are home three days. I'm getting left twenty percent of the education they should get, and now you're gonna be you're gonna be saddling me with the bill for sixty grand just to buy new leather jackets for the like the marching band. Like I I can't reconcile those they'll, two things. So phase that out later. I, yeah, know, I know, but you gotta like, and it'll it'll be a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of the town. Well, <laughs> sure, but like you're gonna have to rip the floor up. You have to replace. You have to, there's just so oh, many yeah. things you have to like. You're gonna have to redo the whole gym. It's all painted on under a million coats of lacquer or whatever, right? And all the murals that are around and I get it when it's time, it's time. But again, just sort of the way it was. Yeah. They need to do it like a tattoo cover up and kind of modify it to look like something different, but keep the old stuff there. <laughs> yeah. Or like, Hey, okay, we get this. So we're going to start saving money and we're going to, okay, when we have enough money, then we'll, we'll start to right. phase out the other stuff. Not we're going to do it. And then we're going to not, ha- and then we're going to have to, because that's the way this town seems to work is that they do something and then like, Oh crap, we're gonna have to pay for this. They'll throw the tax bill up and monorail. Know. Yeah, exactly. More of a Shelbyville idea. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I mean, they built all this, they built all, they allowed all this residential building in North Acton, right? Tons of it. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, now we can't get an ambulance there in time. 
right? So we now we need to build a fire station. And so they build a, a fire station. And they just change the rules. Well, I don't even care, but the fire station is the like most expensive in the state per square foot, right? Yeah, and it's we're building like, one of those too. Yeah, yeah it's gonna it's be like, great. Draw, why can't? Okay, fine. You should have built the fire station first before building all the residential, so that or, or at least in tandem and be have a plan for it, so that now it's like, oh, we need to build this thing. And we need to. Build no, it no, this is cool. the way. This is the only way it works because they would never get the approval for the residential stuff. Mm. Because uh, you would say you'd go into the meeting and be like, "If we build these houses, you're going to tell us we have to build a fire station." They'll go, "No, no, no, no. We'll worry about that one later. Well, that's not a problem right now." Yeah. And then you build it, and they go, "Hey, we need a fire station." <sighs> oh, here it is. Okay, so under Lincoln's watch, Indigenous people had much of their land taken away through the 1862 Homestead Act and the Pacific mm-hmm. Railway Act. Oh my gosh! And oh, because the Navajo tribe was take had their land taken away in 1864. The, the, I guess that that March, what's it called? Uh, I forget. Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible that I know this stuff. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't Does know, Does anyone man. know why helicopters know. seem to be hovering around? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us. <laughs>